Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. to the Harlan Highway. Hey, it's Harlan Williams. You are on the Harlan Highway. We're motoring along, and I think it's time to pull off the Harlan Highway and take exit 81 and visit our old friend Charlie Lee, owner of the Moonglow Restaurant and Tavern. Hey! Charlie, it's Harland. Oh, how you do, funny guy? What's going on with you? Oh, Charlie not do so good. Uh-oh, what, what do you mean? Oh, Charlie see hard times. Charlie not make money. People not coming to Moonglow Restaurant. Oh, come on, there's always a lineup out here. Yeah, what well, I just tell you, not people not coming so much. Well, I mean, you know, every business has its uh, ups and downs. Yeah, what you work for an elevator company now, funny guy? Okay, I'm just trying to help. Uh, you want to help, you give Charlie money. Well, yeah, I'll buy something to eat. No, no, Charlie, start charity. Give Charlie money for charity. Oh, you started a charity? That's what I said. You got wax in your ears, funny guy? Okay, come on, don't get spicy with me. I make spicy egg roll for you. Okay. What's your charity? Uh, Charlie Lee got charity for, uh, troops. The troops? Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, you give Charlie, uh, $50. What do you mean, $50? You give Charlie $50, he give the troop. Okay, I give you $50, and you give it to the troop. What's, what's the name of your, uh, charity? Uh, it's... Uh, Moonglow, uh, restaurant, uh, buffet charity. What, what do you mean, Moonglow restaurant, buffet charity? That's what I said, funny guy. Come on, give me 50 bucks. Wait a minute. Wait, are you sending this money overseas for the troops? Uh, well, Charlie not run a staples. Charlie, Charlie Lee not got envelopes around or, you know, what the heck? Wait a minute, what are you doing with this 50 bucks? Uh, Charlie need money for troops. You're not giving it to the troops, you're, you're putting it in your pocket, aren't you? Just give me 50 bucks, funny guy. I'm not giving you nothing. What about the egg roll? I'm, I don't want your egg roll. Come on, funny guy. You are stealing money from people. You know, you don't have a real charity. Oh, Charlie Lee got a good charity, teriyaki. I'm out of here, Lee. You're ripping people off. Oh, you go eat an egg roll. I'm out of here, Lee. Unbelievable. This guy's a total ripoff artist. If you're over at the Moonglow, don't be giving that guy any money. Up yours, funny guy! How does he always hear me? Stay away from the moon glow here on the Harland Highway. Up yours! Man alive, Charlie Lee is one heck of an oddball, isn't he? You never know who you're going to meet rolling down the Harland Highway. <laughs> you guys trying to send money to the moon glow tr buffet troops or something? Um, speaking of the highway, you ever do a road trip? You ever just jump in the old rig and roll on down the highway, do a road trip? 
Here's what's great about California, man. This this state has some of the most diverse geography. You can start in L.A. and go one direction. You're at the ocean. You go another direction. You're in the desert. You go another direction. You're in the mountains. And you can plan road trips where you hit all of them. Um, it's just it's just great. So this weekend, I jumped in the truck, and I headed up to uh, Northern California, probably <laughs> about, I don't know, five, six hours north to a place called the Mammoth Lakes. And uh, they got fly fishing. They got the trout swimming around in the water. And you're up there in the mountains standing in a creek or on the shores of the creek. And you got the fly rod going. And I didn't catch a damn thing. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, here's the problem with fly fishing when you're in a nice, uh, pristine picturesque, almost uh, postcard-like setting, okay? Here you are, the weekend sports fisherman, and you got all your rigs, you got all your gear, your tackle, your flies, your fly rod, your bait, your ambition, your goals, your ego, and you step out onto the banks of these these beautiful rivers, crystal-clear mountain water. Okay, just moving along at a snail's pace. You can see like the the water plants just kind of wiggling back and forth. And the water's so clear, you can you can see right down into it. Well, it's only usually about two feet deep. But um, but here's the other thing. You can see everything in that river, including the damn fish. I'm not kidding you. I would be standing at any given point in the river, and there'd be like 17, 18, 19 trout at my feet. Okay, and I'm getting animated here because I would drop the lure or the worm or the fly. I tried everything, by the way. It's a dynamite. I would drop it right in front of their faces. Just floats right on by. Some of them would swim up, take a look. Ah, I think I see a hook in there. This water's so clear, I can see a hook. I'll pass. Thanks. Nice try, loser. Are you kidding me? It was nuts. I stood there for hours and hours looking down at the fish, trying every trick in the book. My lures and everything, you know, colored wobblers and wibblers and flapjacks and fibblers, dibblers to wibblers, like like I have a Dr. Seuss's tackle box. Wibblers and fibblers and dibblers and nibblers, but none of the fish would bite at my gwibblers. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no Dr. Seuss. But oh my God, it was it was it was pure mockery. It was it was if a fish had a finger and it could flip you off, <coughs> I got flipped off all day long. These little jinxons were just. Rubbing it in my face. Everything just floating right by their noses. I'm standing over this crystal clear water watching them swim around and enjoy life. And I just want to pull them out of the water. I would have caught and release. I don't need to kill you or eat you, but give me a little bit of a moment. Let me hook your soft, tender mouth and pull you up and be a man again. Good Lord. 
But I'm no dummy, okay? Here's the thing. I have some experience fishing. I have many years of working and living in the wilderness. Back in the day, yours truly was actually a forest ranger and a fish and wildlife guy working up in northern Canada. And I wasn't going to be, uh, <coughs> I wasn't going to be, <coughs> excuse me, I wasn't going to be skunked. So I was like, okay, this still calm, crystal clear water. They're not, they're not doing it. So what do I need to do? I need to keep walking up river and find like some waterfalls or some rapids and find those little ponds, those little pockets where there's a little bit of a run or there's a little pool of water with the, with the water spinning around and the white bubbles, just a little area of, st of kind of stillness but fast-flowing water. And I'll throw a shiny spinner in there and the trout will just see it flash in the sunlight and boom. So guess who? Guess who went up there and started getting bites immediately? Yeah, that's right. I got a little action up there. Now, I didn't land any, but I hooked about three or four. But I was going to do catch and release anyways. So who cares? <coughs> By the way, isn't catch and release what guys do at bars? I just realized that term is like a fishing term, but I just realized it should probably be applied to modern-day singles bars and nightclubs and pickup joints. Hey, look at that chick over there, Dave. Oh, yeah, she's definitely catch and release. What's that mean? Well, you catch her and you ba-ba, and then you release. Oh, okay, yeah, I've done that. I don't know. I hope not. That would be quite crude. Um, So I don't know. Gotta love the road trips, getting away, driving up the highway, looking for roadkill and weird restaurants and little funny little places and funny little towns. And you're on a road trip right now, and it's kind of funny, I hope. I hope you're finding some humor right here on this road trip for your mind, the Harland Highway, with me, Harland Williams. Okay, this is a tough topic to talk about because it's something that I think you're all guilty of men and women, children, old people. How many of you have tried to get away with farting outside while you're talking to someone, thinking, oh, hey, we're outside, I can fart, no one will smell it, because we're outside, it'll just float away. You're standing there, and you're chatting away, you're in a little group, and you crank one out. It's silent, no one knows you did it. And in your head, you're like, oh, that felt good. That thing's just going to float into the atmosphere, probably cause a little global warming, maybe kill a seagull a few miles down. No one will know any better. But somehow there just doesn't happen to be a breeze that day. Not even a whisper of a breeze. The, the leaves on the trees aren't even moving. And it just happens to be one of those real rotten farts. Yeah, really pronounced, like a compost heap, and it starts swirling around you. It starts swirling around the people you're talking with, and they start kind of 
they have those little eyebrow twitches or they get that little look of recognition in their eye. Nobody says anything because it's embarrassing, but they all kind of get that uncomfortable. Oh, Jesus, did someone just fart? How is that possible? We're outside. I mean, what? This guy just farted in front of me, man. This idiot farted outside thinking he could get away with it. But it would just float away on the breeze, but it's hanging here. It's hanging here like mustard gas. Ew! And you see the other person start shifting and trying to end the conversation quickly, and you're trying to act like everything's fine and dandy. Oh, smell those spring roses. Ah, yeah, right. They know you did it. So how many of you are guilty? of the outdoor fart. If you're gonna do those, man, you better go to Chicago, because that's the windy city. You're sure to get a breeze that'll pull your fart away over there. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Till then, man, just keep it in your pants. Okay, not all my topics are that classy, I'll be honest. I mean, you know, they're not all like uh, five-star... Uh, rated topics, but I try to touch on topics that, you know, touch on you. I try to keep topics that are, you know, relatable. They're topics that uh, you might have experiences with. And I know you've all dropped a Dutchie bomb outside at some point. So there, I mean, you can roll your eyes, you can... You can turn the podcast off. You can do whatever you want. You can go outside and blast one. I don't care. You know what I'm talking about, okay? Not all these topics are going to be easy for you. Not all of them are going to be light and fluffy. And I shouldn't say light and fluffy when I'm talking about outdoor farts, but not every topic is going to make you just smile and grin and whistle down the street. There's going to be some topics that put you on the edge of your seat and... Farting outside is one of them, so there. You're busted. Okay, let's move along, shall we? Can we just move along? Continuing on my story about my road trip. Always finding funny little places. <coughs> we found a, uh, a little diner. Little diner, and, and you know, this thing's had been around since, like, the, the 20s or something like that. And you got to love those old places, you know? They're just off the beaten path, just off the edge of the highway. They're like, you know, the diner's kind of the central uh, center point of the little town, right? And uh, everyone in there knows everyone. <coughs> and the menu's 100 years old. And the stuff hanging on the wall's 100 years old. You got, like, stuffed deer heads and trout and stapled the logs and tractor parts and uh you know I, I, the place i was in we were up in uh we were out in trout country right in the lakes and the rivers freshwater fish so they had these things stuck all over the walls <coughs> a couple of deer heads and then somehow like a dolphin you know the mahi mahi those brightly covered uh, salt water they're blue and yellow and green these brilliantly colored dolphins one of those was hanging on the wall and then over on the other, a sailfish. And it's like, what the hell is this all about? 
You know, that like that'd be like going to a hunting lodge in Africa, right? And you're sitting there drinking tea and having crumpets and hearing about the safari stories of the day and up there on the wall there's a Cape Buffalo head and a stuffed lion and a rhino head and a elephant maybe a stuffed baboon over in the corner and a wildebeest and a gazelle and oh look there on the floor a zebra carpet and then over on the uh, on the far wall there there it is a polar bear huh aren't those from canada man yes but we shot one out on the plains of the kalahari it was chasing down a springbok I don't think so. Yes, yes, it was, yes. And could you please explain that timber wolf over there nestled between the um, the lion and the hippo? Yes, uh, we have wild uh, timber wolves here in Africa. Yeah, right. So anyways, that's what this was like. I'm in this little place in the mountains, and they got these giant saltwater trophy fish. Huh? And then this was the piaste de resistance. You know, you had all these stuffed deer head all around. And then over one of the doors, or right, right over one of the tables, actually, hanging on the wall. And I love this, by the way. It was a stuffed deer's ass. I'm not kidding. It was just the ass sticking out of the wall with a tail. A deer ass. Mounted on a piece of wood, just the way the deer heads are. And it was sticking out of the wall. <coughs> Pardon the coughing, but what am I going to do? I, I'm human, I cough, so what? Um, but it was beautiful. I, I loved it that someone went to the trouble to stuff an ass. And how many of you haven't done that? Hello! And then they hung it on the wall in a restaurant. Okay, you're eating your, your uh, turkey salad sandwich or your... Biting into your omelet and you look up. Deer ass! Staring me in the eye. A deer ass. Nice. But anyways, my point is these places are old and they're full of uh, character. They're full of these uh, old artifacts and there's dust on everything. And there was an old stone fireplace. The, the wooden floorboards were creaky. You know, the waitresses looked like they've been making love to truck drivers at a truck stop for the last four weeks. You know, the food was kind of bad, but it was so bad it was kind of good. Kind of fun, man. Got to love the old road trips. If, you, if, you, if you're, Here's my piece of advice to you. If you got a 9-to-5 job, right, you got the 9-to-5 or your life's getting a little boring, even with your wife or your girlfriend, you know, you need... You think you need to rent a video to spice it up or, you know, you need to go to counseling or, or, you know, anything in your life is mundane. This is what I recommend. Just block out four days between five and three days and get in your damn car and just drive somewhere remote. Okay, the more remote, the better. And don't plan it. Don't look ahead. Don't book a hotel. Just look at a road map and go, I'm going to drive there. Okay, and stop when you see a goofy restaurant you think looks fun. 
stop when it starts to get dark. If you see a cabin for rent or a cheesy hotel with a neon sign like the Cactus Flower Inn. Or stop at a cheesy bed and breakfast. Just go on a little adventure. I'm telling you that will spice up your love life. It will help you reconnect to whoever you're with. Or even if you're with them for the first time. A lot of fun. It will help you reconnect to yourself. And it will get you out of your day-to-day existence. And forget about planning a trip to Club Med or Hawaii or Barbados or... Somewhere where everybody goes. There's great stuff in your own backyard. Just get out and explore it. Don't have too much of a plan. Just drive and get there. There's always going to be a hotel somewhere. There's always going to be a place to eat somewhere. Don't worry about it. Be spontaneous. Go have some damn fun. Take lots of pictures. Take your video camera and create your own little adventure for three, four days. And six months later, go do it again. Go and find a restaurant with a deer ass hanging over your table. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I promise you won't regret it. And uh, there you go. That's my Dr. Phil moment for today's show. Let's carry on, shall we, here on the Harland Highway. Hello? Hello, Bill is busy. Hi, do you sell French fries? Yes, ma'am. Do you have curly fries? No, ma'am. Uh, do you know if you'll be getting any curly fries in? Do what? I say, do you know if you'll be getting any curly fries no, in? No, we don't sell them. Oh, uh, I really like the curly fries. I like the way they curl all around. Do you think maybe you could get some curly fries in? Hold on just a second. Thanks. Assistant, take your order. Hi, do you sell curly fries? I always sell Cajun fries. I need some curly fries. I really like the way they curl all around. Mm-hmm. You think you'll be getting some curly fries in soon? Uh, you can talk to our boss. She might order you some. Oh, I just love me some nice curly, curly fries. I was ordering, wondering if I could order some food, please. What kind of food you ordered? Y'all got uh, French fries? Uh, apparently you have the wrong number, ma'am. I just want some curly fries. Y'all got curly fries? Ma'am? Yes? You apparently have the wrong number. Well... Do you have curly fries or not? Because I love curly fries. Do you have, I'm telling you, you have the wrong number. Well, do you have curly fries? Who is this? Just a little curly fry eating scoundrel. Harland Williams. God, I don't know why I love curly fries. So it's just fun to say it, isn't it? Curly fries. I'm just a little curly fry loving scoundrel. I don't know. And who wants to hang up on someone calling about curly fries? It's such an in- innocent little thing, isn't it? Just just the way the words come together. You can't hang up on someone wanting curly fries. It's just so sweet and innocent. It's like someone calling up and asking for angel wings. 
Hi, y'all got any angel wings? Sorry? Angel wings. You got the wrong number, lady. I just want some angel wings. You know, curly fries. It's almost as sweet and gentle. The fact that those <coughs> previous callers hung up is almost unbelievable. It's almost sacrilege. I wouldn't want to be them. You know, burning in the fiery brimstone of hell. When they get to the pearly gates and <coughs> God's like, yeah, your life checks out pretty good. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did somebody call you asking for curly fries one day? Yes. And you hung up on them? Yes. You're going straight to hell. Oh, God, I knew it. I should have got them curly fries. Oh, God, love it. <coughs> God, love it. Um, well, what's your favorite food? Do you have a favorite food? Huh? Why don't you, um, send me an email at harlanwilliams.com, okay? Or you can call the old, uh, Harlan Highway hotline at 323-215-1486. And I don't know why I want to know what your favorite food is, but maybe I do. Just call me. Don't be so don't be so judgmental about me or yourself. I don't know. I might put it on the air. I might not. I just don't know. I don't know. I look forward to hearing from you. And this show is <coughs> just about over. As you can see, I'm coughing. I've been talking so much. So um, let's end it. Let's end it on a laugh, shall we? And... Um, Oh, oh, mercy. Mercy me. I'm dying. Let's end it on something funny. Why don't we do uh, one more um, little uh, voicemail here, and we'll go out on not only me giving you a laugh, but the people who call the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Love having you here on the Harland Highway. Hey, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to the Harland Highway. And I just want to reassure, most of my listeners do not have a drinking problem. Many people suspect that a lot of my listeners are drunks. It's not true. Just listen to this phone message I got. Oh, hi there. I'm going to set my ship for sale. And when he discovered that the world was round instead of flat... That's how he discovered America. He said, Ahoy there! The world is round! Okay, I lied. My listeners are hammered. The world is round! But I love them anyways, here on the Harland Highway. Ahoy there! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Stop it! Stop it! You're busting my heart! Heavens to Murgatroyd!